0: Welcome back to Calorie Deficit University. My name is Alexis. I am the show's host. I just want to start off by saying I'm so sorry that there have been a lack of episodes the past couple of weeks. It's been a crazy time. I am a one-show rodeo, um, so sometimes I'm not able to do everything on my own. So I do apologize about that, Um, but hopefully we'll get back to regular scheduled routine episodes. And honestly, today I have a really special episode for you guys. It's a few things that have really been on my mind, on my heart that I just want to encourage and share with you. And so hopefully you will um, find value in it today as well. Um, If you haven't already, go ahead and find us on social media, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all the resources. I post a lot um, of free things. Um, if you want to shoot me an email, you can always reach me at badconsultant at gmail.com. I'm happy to answer any questions that you have or if you want to um, come on as a client, I am taking um, three more clients before the end of this year and then I'll be completely full and will be operating from our waiting list from there on out. So very thankful for you guys, for this community, the generosity and um, the willingness to be patient with me me, as well as want to work with me. Um, I've just been so overwhelmed by ev- the whole community. It's been great. So let's go ahead and just jump right into the episode. I will let you know um, there are points where today it's going to be kind of um, tough. Some things I may say you may not like to hear, um, but I would definitely say it's some things that we all need to hear from time to time. I'm going to just shout it right now from the beginning. A lot of clients will get frustrated and ask me, Alexis, why am I not losing weight? Why am I not achieving my goals um, as fast as I want or in the ways that I want? What What's the problem? What What's happening? Um, the reason you're not losing weight is you. You are the reason you're not losing weight. Um, and I know that's sometimes really hard to hear but it's sometimes what you need to hear. I always tell my clients, um, you're not going to achieve your goals by doing the same thing that you've done up until this point. You are the way you are and you've gotten here because of all the things that you've ever done. And so to expect a different result with the same action is insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is just insanity. And so the same thing applies here. The reality is most of us know what you need to do. Um, most of us know what we need to do, the the basics, the fundamentals, um, the foundation of weight loss, things like exercise, eating more vegetables, eating fruit, drinking water, drinking less alcohol. Um, there are obviously some nuances and different optimization tools that someone like myself can help put in a process that would make, you know, weight loss easier or more manageable, or something that happens maybe in a more optimal time period. But in reality, you know what you need to do. And so because you know what you need to do, if you don't do what you need to do, then you're the reason you're not losing weight. And within that brings me to my next point. If you're constantly telling yourself that you're unmotivated, lazy, can't stay consistent, aren't strong enough, don't have the willpower, don't have the discipline, then what do you think is going to happen. If you're constantly telling yourself, I can't do this, or I'm tired, or it's really hard, or I just binge, or this is the way that I've always been, then you're never going to change. It's always going to be like that. What you say and how you talk to yourself matters. Someone that I really, really admire in um, just life is David Goggins. He's um, ex uh, Navy SEAL. He really has mastered this concept of self-talk and how he talks to himself. Some people might say he's a little extreme, but he will literally tell himself to shut the F up. He will tell the weak parts of his brain, the comfortable parts of his brain that are telling him to stop running Goggins or this hurts Goggins. He'll say, shut the F up. Like you sound like a little bitch right now. You need to stop talking to, to, to me that way and he'll gain control of the narrative. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend talking down to yourself, but you've got to do what works for you. I think for me on a daily basis, it can, it can spread into lots of things. It doesn't have to be just weight loss, but things like in in your life and with your spouse and your job and your kids and your friends and How you talk to them, how you talk to yourself matters. And if you're constantly telling yourself, oh, I'm never going to get that promotion. I'm never going to be that, that person. I'm, I'm a bad mom or I'm a stressed wife or whatever. My husband is lazy. Then that's the narrative. That's the reality. So if you constantly tell yourself that you can't do it, then you're never going to do it. You have to change your mindset and you have to change the narrative to take control of your actions. And so ultimately, you're not going to achieve anything unless you take action. And in addition to that brings me to my next point, you can't manage what you aren't aware of. So this whole idea around mindset shifting and perspective changing is really important. So it's not only just about changing the narrative, taking control of the reality that's placed in front of you and, you know, bringing all of your goals into manageable, actionable items. You can't track those actionable items. If you aren't aware of them, you can't manage those items if you aren't aware of them. Right? So where does that apply? Simple things, journaling, coming into actionable items with your thought process, seeing where your negative feelings or emotions towards maybe food or exercise lies, having self-reflection, Another key point is you can't manage what you aren't aware of, or you can't manage what you aren't tracking is calories, food intake, exercise steps, sleep, alcoholic drinks. At times you um, eat out most of no, um, most of the time when I see no success in weight loss, it's due to the lack of management. And what usually happens is people think they're tracking They think they maybe are tracking correctly or appropriately when in reality, they aren't accurately tracking, whether that is their calories, their steps, ultimately their actionable items, their life choices, right? So in order for you to be aware of the situation that you're in, you need to track it. You need to wake up and become aware so that you can take hold of the reality, change the narrative and turn it into actionable items that make you achieve your goals. And this brings me into my next point. These actions are a privilege. Dieting is a privilege. Getting to choose to move your body is a privilege. Getting to choose to make yourself meals that are nutritious, filled with protein and fruit and vegetables and rice and potatoes is a privilege. Going grocery shopping and getting to choose what you want to fill your fridge with is a privilege ultimately being in control of your life, getting to choose what you want to eat, what you want to do with your body is a privilege that many people in this world are not afforded to. And so I think changing that mindset is really, really powerful and important um, in, in grasping the narrative into what you want it to be. I think a lot of people view dieting or Eating less calories or changing their way of food or food relationships, they view it as a negative. They view it as, oh, that's not body positive, that's restrictive eating, or that's an eating disorder. When in reality, the fact that you get to choose what you do with your body, what you choose to eat with like the ultimate crazy variety of food choices that we have. And even like gym exercise choices is a wild privilege that you need to become aware of. And I think once you start realizing like, and looking at things like this is a privilege and not a burden or not like a negative, you will start to be able to control the narrative much better. So for example, instead of viewing tracking calories, oh my gosh, it's so hard and it takes so much time and I don't want to do it. And I don't like being aware of what I'm eating because it actually makes me have to be responsible to the things that I'm putting in my body. How about, wow, I'm so privileged that number one, I get a cell phone that is basically a computer in the palm of my hand that I full unlimited access to that I can type in these data points and get to self reflect on all of these different food choices that I get every step of the way. I get all these food choices all the time, all day long coffee, food choice, breakfast, food choice, snack, food choice, lunch, food choice, snack, food choice, dinner, food choice, dessert, food choice. And I get to plan and I get to be in control of what's going into my body, what's going, you know, what I'm doing with my day, if I want to exercise. All of that realization. Is privilege and getting to be like, wow, I'm so privileged that I get to move my body. Do you know how many people would absolutely die to be able to move their bodies? Like, I think with two my both my parents being doctors, I definitely had just like a different perspective growing up of always being very thankful for my capabilities and my body. Um, my dad is a neurosurgeon and so he directly worked with Parkinson's patients for quite some time. And the very act of eating soup um, became an impossibility for his patients. Um, The very act of picking up their grandchild became an impossibility. The very act of maybe getting to go on a run or ride a bike became an impossibility. And I, so I think like really switching it up and changing your mindset around. Wow. Like I'm capable. I have access to a gym. I have financial availability to like go outside and move my body. I have mobility where I can actually still walk and feed myself like celebrating that instead of viewing all of it as hard work and as a punishment. I think can really, really set yourself up for ultimate like success in the long run, sustainable success. Because if you've changed your mindset, you've changed the narrative, you're taking hold of all of that, then you're going to win, right? It's all about falling in love with the process so that the process becomes an application for the rest of your life, therefore sustainable weight loss and sustainable living. If you don't enjoy the process of figuring out new ways to move your body, of figuring out new foods that you like that are nutritious and filled with protein and fiber and all these wonderful things, then you're always going to fail. You're always going to end up going back to what you did before. If you don't remake the narrative, remake the baseline, then you're always going to get back to ground one where you're back and gaining the weight back that you lost. So you have to redefine your baseline redefine your life look at life through a totally new perspective and regain the narrative back and take it back and control it and decide what are you going to what are going to be your non-negotiables are you going to start walking is walking going to be your thing are you going to run marathons is that going to be your thing are you going to do strength training is that your thing are you going to be the girl that likes to Do salad TikToks like me because you are trying to encourage not only others but yourself to eat more nutritious vegetables. What's going to be your baseline? What's going to be your thing? And then how are you going to hold yourself accountable to that? Seriously, I think you need to really evaluate that for yourself because you're an adult, hopefully, listening to this podcast. If you're under the age of 18, Don't worry about weight loss. And if you need to worry about it, you should be seeing a doctor, not listening to this podcast. This is for adults. So you are an adult. You define your life. You are in control of your choices. All of your actions are choices. Even if these choices are in response to what someone else has done to you, you're an adult and you're in control of your actions and your choices. If you stop seeing all of your actions actions as choices and you start making yourself fall into a victim mentality, that is when you start working against yourself. So I'm going to repeat that again. If you stop seeing all of your actions as choices, you're going to fall into the victim mentality and that's when you start working against yourself and not for yourself. There's a big difference between letting life happen to you and being proactive about choosing to take action and choosing to take positive action. And to be honest, this autonomy is a great privilege. The ability to make choices for yourself is a huge privilege. You're not a victim to your life in this sense, in a active, healthy lifestyle sense, Of course, I want to validate that they, we have so many different issues of socioeconomic status, um, you know, access to nutrition and education and all those things. Yes, all those things exist, but this autonomy, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you have access to information, you have access to education and the ability to make positive action and choices in your life to do so to regain control of the narrative Whatever your upbringing may have been, whether you've struggled with an eating disorder in the past, whether you've, you know, were taught binge eating, whether you've never had a vegetable in your life. Now you can take positive action to change that. But Alexis, what if I genuinely feel like I lack self-discipline? When I wake up in the morning, I'm not motivated to do anything. What do I do then? You've talked a lot about privilege and choices and all the things that I know that are necessary to do to lose weight. But at the end of the day, I just don't feel like it. I just lack self-discipline. Let me tell you something. No one is born with self-discipline. It is something that is developed over time. Instead of focusing on the short-term difficulties or pain, you need to look at the longer-term bigger picture of what all of these actions are going to bring you. The greatest, greatest example of this honestly is the scale. Let's, let's break it down. The scale is a liar, and but it will also reveal you, right? So the scale will go up and down for no good reason. Maybe you had a little bit of extra salt. Maybe you haven't pooped yet. Maybe you're stressed. Maybe you haven't been sleeping well. Maybe you had an extra snack or you did a really hard leg day. The scale is going to go up, right? Or maybe you've been going through some stress and you've been sick. So you haven't really been eating enough. Well, then the scale is going to dramatically go down. But at the end of the day, the scale also will reveal you over a long period of time if you're putting in the work or not discipline is like the scale one day it is fleeting and the next it's here to stay there's ultimately a bottom line baseline of self-discipline that you always need to go back to that can be established kind of like the scale you have your baseline weight but yet there's highs and low points on the scale as well you're going to have days where you're not motivated You're going to have days where you are motivated. Who cares? If you live your life based on the ultimate fluidity of your feelings, then you're never going to achieve anything that you've ever set out to do. Instead of thinking about all of the effort that it takes to go to the gym and to cook your own meals, shift your focus on the long-term results that will get you to enjoy it. If you keep taking these actions over and over again. This shifts your perspective again, reframing and regaining the narrative. You're no longer thinking about the cost of the action, but you're thinking about the benefit or the reward that the action is going to bring you in the long-term. I think that's the biggest thing that you could do for yourself. For your discipline is setting your perspective on the long-term on the privilege. And ultimately, sometimes at the end of the day, you just have to tell yourself to shut the F up and be an adult and do what you promised yourself you were going to do and what you know you need to do for you, your health, your life, for your longevity, X, Y, and Z. So this leads me into my next point though. If you really think you lack self-discipline, I would challenge that to the core. You have self-discipline, but only with the things that you want to Only with the things that maybe you've been conditioned to. Having self-discipline around food is not an American quality. Having self-discipline around exercise is normally not an American quality. I mind you. You go to work without anyone telling you to. First thing in the morning, no one's telling you at 6 a.m. You need to get your ass to work, right? You go. Why? Yeah, there's penalties, of course. Your boss may check in on you and may count against you for your PTO. But really, what is holding you to showing up? Answer me that. At the end of the day, you've been conditioned to go to work and to have self-discipline to get yourself there. Not only do you show up to work, you get ready, you put on your uniform, your suit, whatever it may be, you do your hair, you freaking put on heels, and you go with a smile. Hopefully you go with the attitude that is expected of you and you do the tasks that are laid before you. But why, why can you do that for them? But you can't show up for yourself. You show up time and time again for things that don't directly benefit you in the now that don't benefit your health and are sometimes a genuine waste of your time, your energy and your joy. You put so many other people, events, and things before you, yourself, your health, your longevity, your future. Why is that? Why do you do that? And you know, it's, it's a future mindset. You show up to work. It doesn't bring, for the majority, it doesn't bring this immediate gratification. You show up because you have to. You show up because you've been conditioned to self-discipline to accept a paycheck from work. You give away the best parts of yourself and even sacrifice your health for things that maybe don't really even matter to you or bring you joy. Why? Why is that? Because you have self-discipline. You have disciplined yourself to show up for your kids. You've disciplined yourself to show up for your spouse. You've disciplined yourself to pay your bills. You've disciplined yourself to put gas in your car so you don't run out of gas on the highway. You've disciplined yourself to go to the grocery store so that your kids have something to eat. Why can't you do that with your health? You have enough discipline to do the things that you don't want to do all the time. Yard work, visiting your family, whatever it is. You still do it because it needs to be done. You have made these items non-negotiables in your life. But what about your health? What are you doing to put that first? So I would challenge you and ask you, what are your non-negotiables going to be? And I think once you address and assess and take inventory of the reality of your self-discipline, you'll be able to realize what your non-negotiables are sustainably able to be. Like I always tell my clients, I'm like, how many, how much, activity do you want to get in a day? Do you want to walk 10,000 steps? Do you think that's a really big goal? Do you want to walk 5,000 steps? How many steps do you walk a day right now? Never fails. Well, I probably walk around 2,000, 3,000 steps a day. Okay. Awesome. What goal would you like to set for yourself as your non-negotiable activity goal? 10,000 steps. Okay. I love that. I love the eagerness to be active. But in reality, that's probably not a sustainable goal for someone who only gets 3,000 steps a day right now. Maybe shooting for five to maybe even 8,000 steps a day. 8,000 steps a day is a lot. That's almost double. Sorry, that's over double than what you've already been doing. So still setting those non-negotiables to be sustainable. Don't go over the top because then you'll just fail yourself. Make real, sustainable, achievable goals that you know that you can hold yourself accountable to that you can have discipline with. Discipline is learned. Your body, your brain will reward you once it realizes the benefits, the effects, the good stuff that comes from eating protein and vegetables and fruit and good carbs like rice and potatoes. It will realize the positive benefits and your brain will reward you and want to do it again. It's like when you have great restful sleep, your body loves it. It wants to do it again. Know that you have the full ability to be in control of your choices and your life and discipline can be achieved. You can train yourself just like you can get stronger in the gym. You can strengthen your mind and you can train yourself to be more disciplined. So that's what it's time for you to do. It's time for you to train your brain. Your brain is the most powerful weapon that you have access to. When everything else melts away, all you have left is your mind. No phone, no friends, no books, your mind. At the end of the day, if it all went away, it would be you, yourself, and your brain. Your brain is the only thing that you have when you're going through anything hard. Things like depression, anxiety, loss, grief, physical pain, suffering, illness. Your brain is the filter for that. Your brain will talk you into all kinds of thoughts, all kinds of ways. It will try to keep you and lead you into all different directions, ultimately trying to survive and to be the most comfortable survival that there is. If you can't control your own brain and your brain controls you, it's over. You're going to fail and ultimately you're going to give up. There comes a point when you have to tell your brain what to do You have to want things to go and you have to want to get there. You have to be in control. You have to get in the driver's seat. You have to tell your brain what's up and what's going to happen. How are you going to make it work? Work hard, discipline, doing, taking action. Once you act, then and only then will you find motivation to do more. You'll be motivated by the results to Do it over and over and over. And that action then turns into discipline. Discipline over your own mind. Doing, taking action over and over and over again until you get it. Until it becomes routine. Your new baseline. Your mind will figure it out. And it will try to tell you what to do. Your mind will realize what you're trying to do. It will realize that you're trying to take it out of the comfortable zone. You have to tell yourself to keep going and your mind will then follow. Your mind will follow the path of survival that you set out for it. It will adapt and it will overcome the path that you set before it. Even if that path is more difficult than the path previously that your brain wanted to take. But your mind knows if you're a liar. Your mind knows if you try to lie to yourself, if you lie and don't believe in what you're doing, that you don't believe in yourself, that you don't believe in what you've set out before yourself, it will know, and it will try to settle you back into comfort. This is why you have to recreate the new norm for yourself. You have to recreate your new routine, your new pattern of behavior, your new baseline. You have to take back the narrative. You have to establish a new life, new habits, and a new and better sustainable way. Your brain will adjust and it will try to master this new norm that you've set before it. That is the beauty of your mind. You get to decide what you want your new normal to be. You decide, you get to take the action. You get to take the choice. You get to tell your brain who you are, where you are, what you're doing and where you're going and you get to do it. So immerse yourself in whatever it is and become that. Don't give yourself a way out, period. There's no back doors. There's no side doors. There's no way out. There's no trap doors. There's no key to unlock that lock once you've put yourself in that mojo. So I ask again, what are your non-negotiables going to be? Decide the daily tasks that you're going to do. Decide what your new baseline, your new normal is going to be. And tell your brain that this is it. We are doing this every day. No exceptions. No way out. This is how it's going to be. Uncomfortable at times, but still sustainable and achievable and what I want my life to be. You have no idea what is within you until you really try hard to reshape this normality that you've been living in. You want invincibility? You want mental uh, (laughs) invincibility? Seriously, do you want invincibility? Do you want that invincible self-discipline that so many of us admire? Create the place where you can live in your mind that you control, where you are in control. It's not going to be fun all the time and it definitely won't be comfortable, but it will be worth it. How you control your mind needs to be unbreakable, unshakable. You won't find this unless you spend a lot of time with you. You won't find this unshakability unless you find your passions in life, unless you define yourself other than the scale, trying to be something you're not, and defining yourself by food or by exercise trying to be somebody else other than you. You have to be better for you. You have to be greater for you. You have to figure out who you are and define yourself. You will not find this new mentality until you have an impenetrable force of placement. Finding the place where you're most passionate, the most pumped up, the most excited, the most enjoying the journey, you won't find it. You have to find that place somewhere deep within you, deep within your mind, where you reconnect with yourself and get out of this funk, this weird norm that you've created for yourself, or maybe just stumbled into. You have to get there to be able to really, truly conquer your mind and overcome the greatest obstacles that you've put in place for yourself. No one finds this without going through trials, without going through suffering without having accountability from others and from yourself. No one gets to this place without pain or grief or sorrow. You won't find your place or your peace until you go through the suck and master the suck. So embrace it. From my very admired, um, admired business owner, athlete, um, military veteran, um, Nick Bear, Embrace the Suck. Nick Bear is the author of Embrace the Suck and Go One More and Find 25 Hours in Your 24-Hour Day. And although that may seem super cheesy sometimes and ultra motivational, that's the point. If you don't hype yourself up to the reality that you want, then you're never going to get it. You're never going to get there. And I think i huge, not, I think I know a huge part of weight loss. Like seriously, weight loss is 10% basics, 10% that diet and exercise. Like we know that we know we need to control our food intake and make better food choices. We know we need to move more. We know the other 90% is our brain and conquering it and controlling it and becoming better throughout this whole process. Your brain is a powerful weapon and it can either be weaponized against you or for you. So I really hope today has like, honestly, it's lit like a fire under my butt. I hope it's like lit up a fire under your butt. I could put this episode on repeat over and over and over again. These thoughts have been a collection of Information of the past couple of years of something that I've been trying to articulate and put together for everyone on my platform, but also my clients. You need to be in control of you. At the end of the day, I can't sit with you at night when you're scrolling on your phone at midnight when you should be sleeping. I can't be the one to tell you to get off. I can't be the one to tell you all the time that you need to love yourself where you are right now to love your body just as it is right now. Because even when you lose the weight, if you don't love your body now, you're not going to love your body once you've lost that weight. I, I can tell it to you all day long, but if you don't believe it, if you don't live it, if you don't have that self-discipline within your brain to absorb it, to make it your new normal and your new baseline, then you're going to fail. And I don't want you to fail, but a huge part of not only just sustainable weight loss or bodybuilding or strength training, just overall success Is your mind. And I have seen it not only in myself, in others, in every part around us. We've become weak minded uh, for a lot of people. Weak minded. It's time to regain the challenge. It's time to want to do something difficult, something hard, to push yourself, to break past limits that you didn't know even existed. It's time. And I think a lot of people desire to be great. And a lot of people desire to be successful. And they never get there. And I want you to get there. I want you to achieve your wildest dreams. I want you to push past even the dreams and what I believe is limitations that you've set for yourself. I want you to blow them up and explode them with your mind that you've now weaponized for yourself. Truthfully, the only way you're going to do that is if you get really uncomfortable with yourself and you embrace the suck and you embrace the uncomfortabilities of life because they're going to come. Weight loss is hard. Everybody knows that. Otherwise, everybody would be doing it if it was super easy. You can do it. Dig deep. Get alone with yourself. Get in that quiet place. Push yourself, push your mind achieve ultimate greatness. I believe in you. It takes time. Be patient with yourself. Give yourself grace. Know that there are going to be highs and there are going to be lows. You're going to encounter bumps in the road along the way, you know, life happens. But again, if you've already reestablished that baseline, then you can take on any aspect of life that comes your way. Then what's going to, you know, what could break you down once you've already broken down your own walls, you become an impenetrable force. So I hope today was honestly, I I hope today was one of the best episodes I've ever made, not from my perspective, but these, this is just things that I've learned in the industry from my mentors, from all the people who've helped me, who've grown me, who've pushed me. This is the message. This is the underlying baseline to achieving what you want to achieve. Um, I really appreciate everyone listening today. Um, I really enjoyed making today's episode. I don't know what next week is going to look like. So super surprise, um, for you guys there. If you have any topics that you want to, me to touch on or anything that you want um, me to go back over to, I'd be happy to do so. I hope you have a fantastic weekend and, um, i just appreciate everyone. And if you have any questions, please email me at babconsultant@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Again, you can find me on social media all across the board. Um, and thanks for listening.